when did I get a better policy? And, and now the cry of Israel has reached me. And I have seen the ways of Egypt, all opposition, oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Amen, amen. I want to deal with a little bit, uh, we're going to begin on Sunday morning, we're going to start teaching out about demons and what's his name, but I want to deal with the, how, how, how spirits affect people. And uh, in the beginning, he said they were oppressed, and that word oppressed means to press, to distress, to afflict, to crush, to force, you force somebody to do something. Uh, oppression means to hold fast. Uh, and, and in Exodus 1, verse 12 through 14, it said, Now they were oppressed the more they multiplied and spread. So they, the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites and work with them, worked them ruthlessly. They made their lives bitter with hard labor in brick and mortar and with all kinds of work and fields. And in all their hard labor, the Egyptians used them ruthlessly. Now, that, that, oppress, that oppression, when you're oppressed, I mean, it's like you're, you're just working for nothing. I mean, it's like you're just laboring and you're working and you're doing, some folks going through all kinds of trouble and problems and they're still working 12 hours, 16 hours a day, still can't get ahead, can't, can't get over, just just feel forced to do this. You know? I mean, I've been, I don't know if you've been there, you just like, I, I just, I got to do this, don't want to do this, I ain't got no joy doing it. Give me a joint, <laughs> give me some cigarettes, or give me something, because I'm just oppressed. I'm just down. But in Isaiah 53, verse 7, it talks about, somebody want to read that. Jesus delivered us from oppression. I can't get my... 7 what? Isaiah 53, 7. 53, 7. He was oppressed. Yet when he was afflicted, he was submissive and opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. So he was oppressed for us, so we don't have to go through the oppression. And in Luke 4, 18, uh, you can read that, talks about how he was anointed to deal with uh, oppression. And the anointing is so important when, you, when, you, when you've been oppressed, that's why we need the Holy Spirit. Because oppression will come, but the Holy Spirit will lift it. Luke 418. 418. Mm -hmm. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to the announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to send forth as deliver delivered those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. Oppressed. So that means that the anointing, Jesus was anointed to deal with those that are oppressed or those that were bruised. So I'm just laying a found foundation. That word in that verse <coughs> is, is uh, 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 actually, if you look at Acts chapter 10, verse 38 and 39, it's katadunasteo. Katadunasteo means oppressed. It means to exercise dominion against. And so the enemy, the devil, would always try to exercise dominion. But in the Genesis, God said, I've given you dominion over the earth. I've given you dominion. And the enemy will try, when oppression comes, you're, you're being, the enemy's trying to get dominion over you. 
read Acts 10, 37, 38 says, Galilee after the baptism which John preached. Now how Jesus, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Notice it said healing. It didn't say deliverance or cast out devils. It said healing. So there's a, uh, some people go into oppression sometimes, sometimes because they got a physical ailment in their body. And they're, they're just oppressed by it. Uh, <clears throat> especially when you got sickness and disease and you've been sick a long time. You become very oppressed. You, I mean, it just, there's just no joy in your life. When you, I've, I've ministered, still ministered to people that still got under oppression because the, uh, they need to be healed from diabetes or, or high blood pressure or the sugar or something like that. And when you're going through affliction for a long time, you become very oppressed. Can't nobody cheer you up. Can't nobody do nothing. You just feel, feel bad about yourself. <clears throat> uh, uh, in Ecclesiastes 4, here's another form of oppression. Uh, Ecclesiastes 4 and 1 says, now then I return, now this is the wisest man, he said, I return and consider all the oppression that is done under the sun. And look, the tears of the oppressed, but they have no comforter. On the side of their oppressors, there was power, but they have no comforter. So the oppression, uh, uh, when you don't have the Holy Spirit, the enemy just beats you from pillar to post. If you don't have the Holy Spirit working with you and working for you, uh, there is no comfort And when you don't have the Holy Spirit. That word oppressed in Ecclesiastes 4 and 1 is the word, it's called awshak, A-W-S-A-S-H-A-K. It means to press upon, to defraud. Somebody always defrauding, trying to steal from you, cheating from you. That's oppression when people are getting over on you. To violate. The word, the, word, the, the oppressors violate. Now, we see it a lot of in America. These credit cards, that's oppression. 22%, 29%. Oh, we're going to charge you $40, you, you know, overdraft. We're gonna, I mean, you oppress. It's oppress. It means to get deceitfully. Credit card fraud, identity theft, all of this is oppression, uh, deceive, defraud, to drink up. When you're being oppressed, like all your money get drunk up. It's just sucked up. Somebody's sick of sucking it up. It means to do violence, to do wrong. So when people are attacked, mugged, robbed, that's oppression. Uh, now, evil spirits can exert a certain amount of influence as they seek to oppress mankind. We feel the pressure. You know, you, sometimes you, all, everything just break out on you. I mean, you just got problem here, problem there. You got an issue there. You got something there. And, and, and you can't figure out which one you want to do first. You don't know which way. You can start feeling that pressure coming on it. And, and oppression will begin to manifest in a bad mood. Can't nobody talk to you. You're snapping at folks. <laughs> you want to tear somebody's head off. It feels, when you're under oppression, it feels like you're in a black cloud. It's like, man, what is this? Again? Today? Just when things started going good, here comes this, this, this pressure, this oppression in your household. When the oppression leaves, it feels like a weight lifts off you. I talk to Jim sometimes. I say, how you doing, Jim? He said, I'm, I'm pretty good today, Pastor. Sometimes I talk to Jim, well, I got this, and I got this, and I got this, and I got that. <laughs> you can, they're coming out. <laughs> done. Pretty done, praise God. But the enemy will, will seek to influence and seek to put pressure on us. Fear is a form of oppression. 
Uh, Romans 8.15, you want to read that? <clears throat> Fear is a form of oppression. Afraid I'm going to lose my job. Afraid I ain't going to have enough money. Afraid this ain't going to happen. Romans 8.15. 8.15. For the spirit which you have now received is not a spirit of slavery to put you once more in bondage to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, the spirit pronouncing sonship, in the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father. Amen. Yeah, that's a form of oppression. We, Once we receive the Holy Spirit, then that, that, that counters that oppression. And that's why Paul, uh, Jude said, building yourself up in your holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Holy, you start praying in the Spirit. That oppression begins to lift. But if you don't be aware of the influence that's coming at you, you'll go through the whole day. And then you find, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me stop, wait a minute. Devil, I bind you. I take authority over you. I, 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 no, ain't no more. This is enough. This is enough. And then the thing lifts off of you. But if you don't realize that that oppression is coming on you, it'll sit on you. And you don't The Bible says a little fox is spoiled the vine. The little weights that's so easy to be set as gets on as little things, and it become big things. The next thing you know, you're feeling oppressed. And then you want to go to sleep. You don't want to do nothing. You don't want to lay in the bed. You say, pull the cover over my head. Maybe the problem will go away if I don't show up. But it does. Let me give you some physical Physical oppression can be a direct result of an evil spirit that afflicts the body. Uh, fear can cause a heart attack. It can cause ulcers, blocked bowels. Fear causes a, a lot of kids with asthma. That's usually the root of asthma is uh, it, Fear. I've seen where children get asthma but when they come out of the womb and the umbilical cord be wrapped around the neck. And so that spirit comes in, even right then and there, and they have that fear of choking to death. Or the child uh, starts choking on peanut butter. You can't breathe. Or they see a traumatic situation in the family. You know, daddy hits mama or accident or something. And it causes that fear so they can't breathe. And so it causes that, that asthma. Uh, torment, fear causes horror, fear causes nightmares, terrors at night. And so when you start having them nightmares, then you you need to learn how to begin to walk in the realm of the spirit and begin to confront them demons right there. I confront them right in my sleep. I said, wait a minute, you ain't got no business up in my sleep. I ain't supposed to be having no kind of nightmares. The devil, you are a liar. You ain't got no business up in my dream. What do you, you ain't got nothing. Just get on out of it. The Bible says he takes pleasure in the rest of his saints. What are you doing up in here? Because he'll come in your sleep, man. He'll be messing with you in your sleep. You'll be seeing folks dead and dying and, and running through the house with, a, with an axe, chopping up people. That's the spirit of murder. <laughs> Trying to influence you. Anxiety comes from fear. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things give praise and thanksgiving. Uh, stress, doubt, and unbelief come from fear. Uh, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind or self-control. We got to learn how to control 
every aspect of our mind, our emotions, our sleep processes, all of that has to be uh, watched and guarded over because the enemy will try to influence or oppress in every area. He don't just try to oppress you physically. He tries to oppress you spiritually. He'll try to oppress you in your sleep. He'll probably give you uh, sleepless nights and stuff, worrying about stuff. No, we ain't going to do that. We're going to bed. Amen? Let God be our God. Now, a Christian can yield himself to an evil spirit while being oppressed and give it place. And, it, and if you give it too much place, you can become mentally oppressed. Romans 6.16. If you yield to that spirit long enough, you'll become mentally oppressed. <clears throat> it says, know ye not that whom you yield yourselves servants to obey his servants ye are to whom you obey whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness whether it's in sin or rather just trying to obey God and unto righteousness if you yield to this spirit that's trying to influence you and trying to trying to you become a mentally oppressed that's why the Bible says in second uh, Corinthians 10 that we cast down reasonings and images or imaginations and every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of Christ, we capture those thoughts and bring them into the obedience of Christ because if we yield to those thoughts, the enemy will come in and use that and you become mentally oppressed. And that's how people, they, they, they start with oppression and then you start getting depressed and then you start getting suppressed. Then you start getting suicide thoughts. And the devil started talking, well, why don't you just, you didn't, don't nobody care about you, you might have to just end it. Why don't you go stick your head in the oven or, or run the car into a tree or, or, you know, you got a gun, why don't you get the gun? You need to tell the devil, you do it. You that bad? You shoot me. He can't do it. So, he, you know, he's oppressing you in your mind and you have to capture those thoughts. You cannot cast a devil out of a person that yields to the world to the devil, and to the flesh. Turn to John. Look at John 5, verse 4 and 5. Let's read that. Can't cast the devil out of people that, that out of your flesh if you ain't going to yield to the flesh. The Bible says when the spirit goes out of a man, he goes into dry places. And he finds the house swept and clean. He goes and finds seven other spirits worse than the ones that were there. So people yield to the world. First John, I'm saying first John five, verse four and five. First John five. Little John. First John five. <clears throat> verse four and five. For whosoever is born of God. Somebody got that? First John, little John, first chapter five, verse four and five. Okay. I thought he said. Chapter five, verse four and five. Oh, One John, 
5, chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. Verse 4 and verse 5. Life was the light of the man. Truth. Are you in John 1, 1? John, 1 John, chapter 5. <laughs> for whoever is born of God is victorious over the world and this is the victory that conquers the world even our faith who is it that is victorious over that conquers the world but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God who adheres to trust in and relies on that fact amen so if you yield into the, the Bible says if you yield to the end of Friends with the world is enmity against God. So if we come, if people are in the world, they're used to trying to cast the devil out of them because they don't understand it anyway. Uh, if they yield to the devil, the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? And so if they're in agreement with the devil, they're used to trying to cast the devil out of them if they're in agreement with it. And the flesh, those are works of the flesh. There's some things that you just can't cast out. People just got to stop doing. <clears throat> and uh, first, and uh, Galatians 5.23 talks about the fruit of the Spirit and, and 19... Through 21, 22 talks about the works of the flesh. Now, there are grounds, there have to be legal grounds for demons to enter into your spirit. Hebrews 10, verse 26 and 27 says, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for, for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. Hebrews 6, verse 4 and 5 says, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. Read up. Where's the, my Bible? Verse uh, 6. Verse 6 says, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify themselves, the Son of God afresh, and put them to open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh off upon it, and bring forth herbs to meet for them by whom it is dressed, receive the blessing of God. But that which bear thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, who is in is to be burned. So Paul is saying it's, 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 a, it's very hard for those that have, have been filled with the Spirit and those that have, have, have partaken of the gifts of the Spirit and have tasted of the good Word of God, it's very hard for them to get back to God, seeing how they they, they put the, the, themselves... In fact, the Hebrews talked about they trampled the blood under a foot. You had the blood applied to your heart. People have their blood applied to their hearts. They received the Holy Spirit, received God, and then turn away and blaspheme God and curse God. He said it's impossible for them to get back. It's very hard to get back. But 
for the believer, if you are, you still have grace and you still have the ability, if you repent, God will receive you back. But you can go into a place where you can't get back. And it gives grounds. Once uh, uh, it gives grounds for demons to enter in, and once they get a hold of you, it's very hard to get back out. That's why we have so many people locked up in the mental institutions. You know, they spend their whole life locked up. There is an unpardonable sin. First uh, John five sixteen says that if any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. So there is a sin. Most people believe that it's blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Uh, when God has dealt with you and the Holy Spirit has dealt with people and they, and they blaspheme and refuse the Holy Spirit. I've seen it maybe, I've seen it once. Uh, a man came into the church uh, and he was weeping and crying and wailing. And all on the altar, and he said, I blaspheme the Holy Spirit, and God, I can't feel God, I can't, it's like he was lost, completely gone, I mean, it's just like, there's no repentance, there's no place for him, and God would not touch him, God would not even let you pray for him. Mm-hmm, right, yep. If a person, you know, like a new beginner, mm -hmm. yeah, he it, he might have done the same thing, but he didn't know God yeah. really. Right. I, he wouldn't be in the same. No, category. no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Those no. no, that have tasted of it, and God has dealt with them, and God has, has ministered to them, and, and they just turn and say, I just curse God and curse the Holy Spirit and bless. You know, there ain't no remedy. In fact, remember, uh, uh, God told Samuel, quit praying for Saul. Just stop. Don't even pray for him. I haven't rejected him. He knew. <laughs> He'd been there. He was anointed. He had tasted of the heavenly gift. He was king. And he was. Now the next level is 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 of oppression is is called obsession. Obsession is the act of an evil spirit in possessing or ruling a person. The act of an evil spirit possessing or ruling a person. It's a persistent idea, desire, or emotion, emotion that cannot be gotten rid of by reasoning. Uh, you can be obsessed with worry. People can be, uh, uh, you can be obsessed if you don't rebuke the devil consistently. Uh, allow yourself to brood. You know, get your little chips and have your little pity party. Uh, be oppressed by the devil's thoughts. Continue listening. You know, you, get, you see him on TV. You know, well, the devil told me to shoot my wife. Uh, yield to the thoughts. Become possessed by the devil in your mind. Insanity. James says in uh, James four and seven, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. So the prayer of faith does not work. When you're praying for somebody, unless they're in agreement, they got to be in agreement with you. But that obsession. Now, sinners have demons. Can Christians have one? And my famous saying is, if you want one, you can have it. 
<laughs> you can have as many as you want. Amen. They're free. They'd be glad to come and habitate in you. Hosea 4.17, he says, Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. Hosea, uh, uh, Ephraim got joined to idols. God said, leave him alone. I'm judging him. Just leave him alone. They've joined themselves. They don't want it. In fact, they followed God in the wilderness while he was, the pillar cloud was going by day and the fire cloud by night. They were carrying their idols on their shoulder, following God. So there's oppression, there's uh, uh, oppression, obsession, and then the next stage is possession. Obsession is, is the enemy just keeps you obsessed until you become possessed. The word possess is dynamizomai. It means to be exercised by a demon, to be vexed with, to be possessed with. To be exercised. You know how you take your dog on a leash and you exercise your dog while the demon's got you on a leash and he's exercising you. Amen. Look at uh, somebody read Mark 5, verse 1 through 9. You got to read. Mark 5, what? 1 through 9. They came to the other side of the sea, to the region of the, what's that word? Gadarenes. And as soon as he got out of the boat, there met him out of the tombs a man under the power of an unclean spirit. This man continually lived among the tombs, and no one could subdue him any more, even with a chain. For he had been bound often with shackles for the feet and handcuffs, but the handcuffs of chains he wrenched apart and the shackles he rubbed and ground together and broke in pieces and no one had strength enough to restrain or tame him night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always shrieking and screaming and beating and bruising and cutting himself with stones and when from a distance he saw Jesus he ran and fell on his knees before him in homage and crying out with a loud voice he said what have you do what have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I solemnly implore you by God, do not begin to torment me. For Jesus was commanding, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Amen. Go ahead, verse 9. And he asked him, what is your name? He replied, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he kept begging him urgently, do not send them himself and the other demons away out of the region. Now a great herd of hogs was grazing there on the hillside, and the demons begged, saying, Send us into the hogs, that we may go into them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out of the man and entered into the hogs, and the herd, numbering about two thousand, rushed headlong down the steep slope into the sea and were drowned in the sea. Amen. So this guy had become possessed the spirit says, and the Bible talks about in Psalms, praise you, you angels that excel in strength. Demons have a lot of strength. They, they have much more strength than human man has. Amen. And those demons were breaking those chains. It wasn't a man breaking. It was demons in him that had supernatural strength to break uh, chains and fetters and, and everything else. And notice that no man could bind him or no one can tame him. That's when full possession is. Uh, uh, he break the chains. That's how you see a lot of times... Uh, I've been, you know, praying about this this crack spirit. You know, these folks. Uh, when you see them on on cops, you got about five, six policemen got a 
hold them down. They ain't gonna take one because they so they got all that supernatural strength. It take a whole bunch of them. I mean, they be tasering them and and hitting them with clubs and and they just be still fighting, you know. And uh, that supernatural strength of demons that they're dealing with. Uh, they finally subdue that thing, but th those are spirits, and uh, no man can tame them. And so, they, they, they. Uh, when you get bound like that, nobody can keep you. They can't keep you in the house. Can't let you stay in the house. You done stole everything out of the house. Amen. You done been stole your purse, stole your your TV, your VCR. Went through the medicine cabinet, got all the stuff out of that. And just you gotta watch it when they come in the door, and <laughs> when you come around the house, nobody can tame them. I mean, you just, you just can't hold them. Those spirits have they're they're possessed with demons to be exercised by a demon. He had no control. But notice that even demons, he couldn't hold back that man's spirit when he saw Jesus. And when the anointing is there, when Jesus is there, the devil can't hold you back from getting saved. He cannot stop someone from getting saved. They really, really get a cry out out of their, out of their human spirit. God will save them. So there's always hope. There's always hope. Now, there are areas of, 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 of control, oppression, obsession, possession. The areas of demonized control are the emotions, and you get anger, hatred, bitterness, rejection, hurt. Uh, that's why I say stay out of that emotional realm, because when you get in an emotional realm, the devil just beats us all up. You can't win in that realm. Your mind, spirits such as confusion and uh, doubt, mind control, fantasy, pipe dream, you know, and them pipe dreams, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, you know, and, and no stability. Uh, they can control you through your speech, such as lying, cursing, criticism, gossip. Uh, the enemy, uh, they control control from that. Uh, that's why God said six things does he hate. Those that shed innocent blood, a liar, you know, a gossiper, talebearer. God hates that because those spirits operate in their mouth. Uh, sexual character, lust, adultery, perversion. Uh, masturbation, fornication, all of these, they, they, they control in these areas. Your appetite, a lot of people don't think that, but demons have a lot of control. Uh, you give them a lot of control over your appetite. Uh, spirits of nicotine, alcohol, gluttony, and all of these are influenced by the works of the flesh. Now, a lot of people with gluttony and stuff, they glutton because they're, they're rejected. When people are rejected, they have a tendency to overeat. To compensate from being rejected, being bruised, being hurt, and start eating, and then you start getting gluttonous, and then the demons start influencing you. Nobody loves you. Why don't you go get some more cake? Nobody loves you. Why don't you go eat at buffet? You know, you start blowing up, and uh, they, they control you through your appetite. Uh, the body, there are spirits that attack you, such as infirmity spirits, unclean spirits, cancers, ulcers, bone afflictions. Uh, these spirits come to afflict the body when we get into bad habits. You know, you keep eating all that junk, and they keep telling you, you know, you're going to get diabetes. It's diabetes is the biggest killer running around. It's just cutting folks off left and right because of our diet, of what we're eating and how we're eating. And so these spirits come in intact. In fact, someone called me this morning. I had to pray for him on the phone before I left for church this morning because it all messed up in the leg because of the diabetes. Demons operate in groups. We need to understand it's just not one that comes after you. There'll be a group of them come after you. Uh, usually there is a ruler of darkness controlling the lesser spirits. So these demons just don't do what they want to do. They have to be, they're controlled by other spirits. Uh, there are demons assigned just like there's angels assigned to us. There are demons assigned to you. And the higher you go on the anointing, the bigger the devils come. Amen. And the bigger the tricks they try. But they always come 
Three ways. Lust of the eyes, pride of life, lust of the flesh. He don't, all he does is change the bow. Every time he comes, he just changes the package. He'll change the person. He'll change the bow. He'll change the package, but he only comes three ways. He lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. That's the only way he can come. He does it over and over, and, and, and he's successful because he keeps doing it over and over and over. You rebuke him one time, he'll be back next week. Try something different. <laughs> see if you take TV like this. He just keeps coming back over and over until he tries to wear you down. And I've seen people get, get oppressed and oppressed, not in the area where they're weak. The enemy always likes to hit you in the area where you're strong at. You're strong at intercession. Guess what? He's coming after your prayer life. He ain't coming after your weakness. He knows you like to fuss at your husband. That's fine. But he wants to get that, because if he can get that stronghold in you, the place where you're really strong, the rest of it is going to collapse. So you have to be very conscious. Uh, there is such a thing as clean spirits and unclean spirits. Uh, uh, there's not such a thing as a clean spirit. They're all unclean. Demons are they're called fallen angels. They're called fallen uh, Mark 9, 5 verse 9 says, uh, and he asked him, what is thy name? And he asked him, my name is Legion. There are many. And he besought him that he was sent away out of the country. So we know that they, 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 the, de- the demons, the, the pigs didn't even want these devils. Can you imagine that? Pigs didn't even want the devils. But we take them all in and we run with these devils and, and we, we fellowship with these devils. But the pigs, uh-uh, no, 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 no. We'd rather be dead than, than be messing with these devils. But humans, oh, yeah, we take all the devils. Yeah, give me some lust. I'll take it. Uh, then the next area of the mind is schizophrenia. Uh, Romans 7, verse 21 to 25, it says, So I find a, a law that is at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in the members of my body. My body waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which works in my members. What a wretched man am I. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself, with my mind, am a slave to God's law. But in sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. So there's laws working against us uh, in the flesh. That's why I said you got to stay out of that flesh realm. Because the flesh realm works against us. You got to stay in the grace realm. You got to stay in the realm because you fulfill any part of the law, then you got to keep all the law. But just leave it alone. I'm just going to stay over here in grace. I ain't going to worry about it. I'm going to apply the blood of Jesus to me. I ain't going to try to be no goody two-shoes. I, I can't do it without God anyway. I, ain't, I can't overcome without God. I need the anointing to overcome oppression. I, I, but I need to understand that he was oppressed for us. He was bruised for us. And he was anointed to deal with the oppression and deal with possession. He, he was anointed to cast out devil so he's given us that anointing so everything that we need to to defeat the devil has already been given to us but if we don't apply the word and we don't use this word and we don't cast down these imaginations we're going to keep dealing with the works of the flesh and dealing with stuff and and, and like I said some things in the flesh God won't you just keep doing it in the flesh you'll just leave here early just get to go home quicker (laughs) <laughs> Amen. It ain't no fault but your own. He said, I'll give you 70 years if you uh, more if you keep care of your body, but if you don't take care of it, you know, when come to, when it comes down to the end now, it's like when your car, you know, when it gets 12, 13 years old, if you ain't took care of it, 
You can be like mine. I took care of my car. It's rusting out now, but the engine running good. But the body just said, I can't go no further. Amen. I can start feeling wind blowing under the door. <laughs> Praise God. All right. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this Bible study this morning. Where we thank you for Sunday school. We ask that you just uh, uh, bless us, Lord, as we hold these words in our heart. That you were oppressed for us, you were bruised for us, you anointed us to deal with oppression or depression, suppression, demonization. You've given us the authority and power over it. And Father, remind us uh, of the influences of evil spirits that will continue to try to come and, 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 and bring harassment, bring oppression, bring depression. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, that you just free us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to uh, New Heart Worship International. Uh, this is a Bible study that I did. Uh, bear with us as we continue to post new podcasts. I hope you learned something this tonight. Bluetooth connected. From this uh, message. Uh, until next time, this is Apostle L. Buford saying thank you for listening.